Welcome to another exciting edition of the Kingdom's Insider Podcast. I am Craig McCarroll, founder and creator of Guns and Fitness, a world leader of personal development. Get your mind right before you can get your body right. I'm joined nice. here with my beautiful wife, Andrea. And yeah, Andrea, go ahead and give us a little tidbit of what you're up to. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for coming back and thank you for all of your kind words um, to keep us going um, in our message here on keeping shit real and keeping shit raw and finally talking about not why we're so successful, but what we're doing currently to get there. So I am the founder and designer of the Kingdoms brand, which is an umbrella company and a mindset company with the mind in mind. Does that make sense? Totally. It's a company with a mind Mindset and mind is what I meant to say. Um, so it's a clothing brand. I have a royalty meat street style with also accessories and none other than shoes. Who the hell would have a clothing company without shoes? So there's a shoes um, collection in there too. And then we are podcasting all about it over here at the Kingdoms Insider Podcast, getting ready to launch a Kingdoms kit with his uh, mindset and the daily routines for an entrepreneur um, with the mindset in mind. I'm all about the mindset today. Yeah, we're all about kicking down the walls <laughs> and the rules that society and religions have put in place, and we go out and create our own. And uh, that's what we're all about is just breaking the rules and making your own. And that's how we're going to get through life on this. Um, but it's been a couple of weeks since we've made a recording. Why is that, Andrea? We have so much going on, and with the mindset in mind <laughs> and today is get your mind right our this podcast is all about the three main topics that run and um keep me and craig's life going which is um relationship and connections whether it's marriage friendships um co-workers just relationships in general um entrepreneurship and then raising our family so kids and parenting so today's topic when it comes to relationships and connection i think i have like more my ball and chain around my ankle feels more heavy dragging myself into this little studio that we have because I'm just like, am I there? Am I there? Do I have anything to offer? Do Is my voice where it should be? Is my heart in the right place? Am I aligned with my mind? So when so it comes to this... do you think you're looking for perfection before you come into the studio? No, I just want to make sure that I come here with something to offer. I never, I didn't start this podcast so people can hear about how fun and awesome my life is and how much I love my husband. I'm here to... Um, Pass off started this because I wish that there was a podcast like this. I listen to podcasts all day long. I don't really read books. I don't, you know, socialize. I don't talk to moms. And so one thing that we were going through all of our custody battle with all of this and trying to figure out how to blend a family, there was no resources for me. Um, I found literally three books on step parenting um, on Amazon. And that was the resources that I had. And even with entrepreneurs and when I listened to those podcasts, they're all like millionaires living their dream. And how did you get there? None of them are actually podcasting about what it took to get there. They're not all talking about today was a rough, shitty day. That's why me and Craig are always posting on social media, the ups and downs and ebbs and flows and depressions and the, um, bipolar oh, I, disorder or what was the, <laughs> that we did that one episode? Oh, I don't know, but I like to just be keep everything authentic and real. Like we uh, sometimes they, on social media networks and everything, they just show the uh, look how cool I am, and you see the ten percent of their their life on on social media, and that's what they choose to share. But I like to keep it raw, keep it real, and we all know that we go through ups and downs. And I think um, 
the thing that you sent me the other day with uh, the entrepreneur and the life cycle of an entrepreneur and the ups and downs yeah. and the ebbs and flows of an entrepreneurship is, is pretty crazy and it's pretty accurate though. So that's what we're here talking about. So I think that's why I've been kind of like, oh no, I have this, this, this to accomplish and I have this and then everything that was going on with our personal life with our kids and stuff. I mean, it was just kind of like a down spot. So, I mean, as much as I'm all about being real and honest, I want to make sure that I always have something to offer, but I am all about self love and self care right now and make sure that I'm in that right place to give good feedback because it's just like when you're trying to make, you know, a decision on things when you're in a bad state of mind, you should never make good decisions or things that are serious about your life's decisions when you're in a bad state. So well said. That's why I don't ever think about moving to the beach in the middle of winter because I'm like, hell yeah, I fucking hate it here. It's cold as shit. <laughs> but if I think about it when I'm in the good state and then, you know what I mean? So today's topic is all about relationships and connections. <laughs> hey guys. So I like to start off every um, episode with a question, getting to know the host based on that topic. So that's what we're going to jump into right now. Today's question is Craig. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is not scripted, and he is not prepared, ladies and gentlemen. So just side note, Craig, what relationship advice have you gotten that you wish you would have known a long time ago, and who was it from? Um, the number one piece of relationship advice, first of all, I don't take advice from anybody that I don't want to be like or emulate. You know, If you don't have something that uh, or you, if your life doesn't look the way I wanted my life to look, and I'm not going to take your advice. But my grandparents happen to have a pretty happy marriage, and they've been through their ups and downs and everything. But the one thing um, that uh, they, they've always told me is that you always have date night. No matter what it is, like no matter what happens during the week, I don't care if it's a small date or a you just go out to ice cream, but you always take – my grandpa was always saying, you always take care of your lady. And then just the other day, he was saying, you got a real pretty lady and you know that every time, wherever you guys go, everybody's watching her. So you better take <laughs> care of her. I'm like, geez, man. All right. I got it. So uh, never stop dating. I think that um, if you start to – start to get into that area of like where you're you're getting comfortable around each other and you start to lose the polarity between each other then that's when um the relationships can start you get comfortable and now now the interest start starts uh, or stops yeah so i guess the best piece of advice was or that comes off the top of my head was going to be dating your never stop dating your wife does that make sense yeah okay what about you? Um, mine's probably going to be um, – there's so many that I wish I would have known at the beginning of our marriage. <laughs> I, guess one, I guess one that everything. I'm living by – I guess the one that I'm living by currently right now is I want that feeling of peace so bad. And that's something that I love about us, not just like how we have chemistry, strong, strong chemistry, whether it's – us passionately fighting or passionately loving each other. We're very passionate people. But I guess the one that I love the most is when people say care more about peace than being right. Because I know that I have a lot of that masculine energy sometimes and I'm very, very stubborn and I'm 
lots of things that you like to remind me of sometimes and instead of trying to correct you and be right and give you five thousand five thousand examples five thousand good person (laughs) at least on the podcast five thousand things on how you're wrong i just choose to say i'm so sorry and care more about shit honey (laughs) sorry I, i had to go bullshit on that you don't always say immediately, I'm sorry, let's make, let's have Not this. every time. That's what I'm saying. What advice, your question for today's it's episode like, was. Da-na, da-na, <laughs> those times, those times you Why don't do want to really fuck with her. Laugh about it right now. It's well, yeah, because we already went through it. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's what advice. The question was, what advice did you, do you did you get that you wish you would have had at the very beginning? And I wish I would have cared or thought more about that, that statement of that advice being care, care more about peace than being right. And it's so, so, so on my forefront of my mind and my heart right now. I'm just like, Andrea, do you really care if you're right? Do you really care? I don't really care if you, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. It hurts my feelings, but at the same time, point i'm not going to go to war with you and give you five thousand examples on how why i think you're wrong i'm just going to choose peace and love instead so i'm like dipping it out well the best things that you said that kind of mitigated a fight was when you said um how did you i'll screw it all up but it's just you said that whatever happens out of this who's right or wrong it doesn't matter i just want None of the success of any of this matters if I don't have you in my life. And that just telling me that kind of mitigated things right away. I mean, that shut down any sort of fire that was in me. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. Because that's something I always think about because you get so worried when we're fighting because we work together. We have all these companies and all these businesses and we work side by side and we have a finger in each other's business, whether it's for marketing or bookkeeping or doing the social media or whatever it is. And if you get when you start working together and you're like, oh, God, I'm so pissed at my wife right now. I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's like. I don't care when we're not in a good place. I don't care about being successful. I don't care about the bills. I don't care about any of it because none of it matters. That's why I always joke about like, I don't give a shit about your money. I care more about, I can get that anywhere, you know? So it's like, I care more about what we have and keeping it what I signed up for. So, um, so who gave you that piece of advice though? Where did you receive that advice? Who was that guy? I should have quoted it. I didn't. I should have looked it up. I'm not prepared. Some really wise man said it. <laughs> Some dude with a lot of gray hair. He wrote a, he wrote a, he wrote a <laughs> book about it. But anyway, so today's topic is on polarity. Do you have any advice? I think one of the most important things is, is a relationship. So I think that um, when you're not in a relationship, you want to be in the relationship. So when you're a single person and um, – whether you, it's a relationship for the night or, or a relationship for a lifetime, you want to find that that person you want to be with. And I hate that saying, find your person. But, I know you do. But um, uh, so the thing that I, I talk about this in Guns of Fitness a lot, even though it's a fitness program and a nutrition program and getting that mind right first, part of that is how is one of the first questions I ask uh, people that are participating in, in um, the the program is how is your marriage? How is your, 
significant other? How is your relationship with your kids? Because there's um, the relationship with the kids or with your wife is number one. And if that if that polarity is off, meaning I have masculine and energy, she had well, everybody has masculine or feminine energy. Yeah. And so what attracted you at the very beginning was my strong masculinity energy, your feminine energy. That's really what attracts people together and that's the magnet that sticks you together. But if you start to lose that, like when we work together and uh, shit like that, it's it's hard to – because in the, in the work environment and business, you do tend to be masculine because that's the way you get shit done. You have to you know, not – not let people stand in your way, not let fear stand in your way, limiting beliefs. And so it is a masculine energy that comes out of you that is takes charge and, and gets shit done. But then it's like, how do you get that polarity back? And okay, we just worked all day together. Wow, that was fucking tough sometimes. But now now let's get the let's get that uh synergy back to back with each other where it's at home. So I think I think I just rambled on about a bunch of shit, but uh, the number one thing that I'm trying to get across is that if if the polarity is is there, that's if you remember when you first met your significant other, that polarity is what attracted you guys to each other. And that's actually something I've been thinking a lot about lately, and so I'm so glad you brought that up. Is because if you think about, and you guys could go back to our first trailer on this um, podcast and how we met, but. Um, so we're not going to get into that, but if you think about the environment that we met in, I was at work, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like funny that you're, you were interested or you were attracted to, you you know, what attracted me was this sexy lady taking care of shit, getting shit done. And I was like, damn, I want to dominate that. Wait a second. (laughs) That's that's the truth of the matter. Okay. I get it now. That makes sense. I didn't want to dominate it, but But no, I mean, it's so true. I mean, when you think about energies and this is something that I talk to with friends all the time about is, um, you know, anyone who's the woman that I associate with, you know, we're mostly all entrepreneurs or we have a business or they have a side hustle or they're a boss in some avenue of their life. But I mean, that's something they were like, they just, these men want, you know, this, um, successful woman who has a job and makes money, but that's all bullshit because they want a woman that has a job, but not too good of a job. They want a woman who takes care of shit, but isn't masculine. I think it takes a secure man to be able to be with a very successful woman. Yeah. And I think that like, there's still insecurities in me that are like, Oh shit, she's going to fucking blow up right now. And, and now I got to, you know, hopefully she remembers me as she gets reaches the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I put that shit aside and realized that I want you to be as successful as as you can possibly be because that's what's going to light you up and that's what's going to make you feel fulfilled in your life. And if I'm preaching all this guns and fitness stuff, is life is all about living a life of fulfillment, then I can't hold my own wife back. But I think there's a lot of dudes that are uh, they want you I to mean, be successful, like, but not more successful than them. They want well, you to have it goes back a, to the Beaver Cleaver days. <laughs> Stay at home, take care of the kids, and kiss me I goodbye, and kiss my head show. when I come I home. Hated Where's that my show. dinner, honey? <laughs> I hated that. It's so annoying to me. But anyways, that's what um, 
that's where I'm at for, with that is that I think that the number one thing to keeping your marriage, if you start to recognize the polarity in the marriage or your, your, your dating, whatever it is, and you start to see that go away, what's going on with those energies? Is the masculine energy starting to try to match the masculine energy? Because typically that's where a fight happens. Yeah. And well, and it also goes into what we, you know, talk about a lot too is um, the six human needs. I mean, a lot of it is like when someone's coming to you, you know, even if it's your spouse or your kids or your sisters or your brothers or even at work. I mean, if you don't know the order of someone's needs, that's probably all it is. Like if I'm coming to you and I'm throwing a fit about something, it's usually because I'm feeling insecure or I'm not completely in like one of my top three needs that I have had most of my life is certainty. I have to feel that's why I stared away from serious relationships. That's why I didn't have a serious relationship forever is because there's no certainty. That's why I said I would never get married is because there's no certainty that it will last forever. So it took me a long time to have all that. So when you know that someone's just needing to feel significant and that's usually when wives throw a fit because a lot of us females, one of the three top needs that we have is we like to, we have to feel significant, especially when it comes to the household. Um, so I think that goes in a line kind of with the energies too, is knowing what needs that person's trying to be met and don't lash out at them for it. Like, Oh, you're just, you're just being weak right now. And you're just trying to feel significant. Just know what it is and take that into consideration. And usually that's all she needs is just to kind of, um, yeah, because what's the number one demon. thing is even if I, I wrote it to myself from the date with Destiny is that my letter to myself was pay attention to her all the time, understand her even if you don't understand her. Yeah, and <laughs> and then and I've no I've tested it and it it really does work if I just swallow my pride and and ego which ego and pride just get in the fucking way most of the time. If I put that aside and I just say okay. I, I maybe in the back of my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But I stay to your face. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Not at all. But then it, it mitigates the fight immediately. Yeah, I know you're doing it. Yeah, you probably do. But you, <laughs> then you I see know you're the doing efforts. it, and I know your face, and you're like, but this then, is fucking painful, but I'm going to say I'm like, when you talk, you like open your mouth and not clench your jaw so much because <laughs> I can hear you better, but I understand. I hear you, and I know what you're saying. But then you see, it's like someone But it's learning, the effort, yeah. It's, the, it's someone learning another person's language that, that uh, if you're, you know, you don't speak their language, but you're showing an effort, they want to help you. And I think it's the same way. If you see the effort that I'm trying to make, then you recognize it and it slows everything down a little bit. And yeah. the, the, nothing can be solved in the middle of a fight. Exactly. That's why I choose to disengage. You disengage so quickly before the, <laughs> there's even a round down range. I sense danger. You're like... <laughs> Uh, wall is I'm like I'm like a, I'm like I have Wait that I have that sixth sense. I think that's what my sixth sense is. I can sense danger. I can sense when something's going to happen. I can sense when the kids are like going to get hurt or they're going to do something. I just I have that danger. Danger, sense. danger. I just know when it's going to happen. But I think it's important to know who you're dealing with and making sure that the feelings and your needs are in line with um, who you're talking to. And so that's 
I mean, not saying that you guys should send out a questionnaire for everybody in the relationship or someone you want to have a relationship with, but I think it, it's just such a, it's just made such a difference in my life knowing, um, even if it's not truly how they would put it in the order, that's my illusion of it. And that's the, what it looks like through my lens is like, I could put all, all your, um, needs in order on how I see what they are. And I just know that's how I see them and you might feel completely different, but I think that that's how I approach most all of my relationships. I'm like, okay, you know, one of her top needs is feeling significant. So I'm going to tell her 5,000 times of how amazing I thought her dinner was. And I was so glad she cooked me dinner tonight. And then we can get into more important shit to me, you know, instead of being like, oh my gosh, she's so annoying. All she's trying to do is just feel significant. I just can't even hang out with her I don't ever do that. I I am confused majority of the time when you get mad i don't know what the fuck is going on like you're able to you're able to articulate what is and break down my simple actions because my my thing is there's like you know very essential needs that a man needs and you can break down those pretty freaking simple i'll save the the uh, commentary for that but you are able to – you have a very – you're very insightful for reading people and able to understand it. Half the time when you say, all right, I'm done talking, I'm like, wait a second. What happened? I don't even know what the fuck happened. It shouldn't matter. I'm done talking. I'm like, but we hadn't even finished a conversation. Yeah. And I like closure. I like to start something and then finish it. Okay. <laughs> So what? Are we off track? No. Okay. This is usually how the relationship topic goes is just trying to give you guys advice on what's working with us because we have so many things going on right now and just be all about self-care and self-love and choose choose peace. Peace and peace. love. Oh, peace boy. and love equals happiness for me right now. Well, and I think the best thing like the the more simple that you can make it, the better. So I keep it very simple. She needs attention all the fucking time. She needs to be understood even when you don't understand her. And then think about like when you were – I always try to think about when we were dating and what it – I would do anything to be with you. I would make make up shit like parties and stuff. I'd, bring it, I'd make it all up so that I could spend time with you and give you a reason to come or for me to be there or for you to be there and um surprising you and everything like that and so i think that if you remember back when you're dating that's the best time to to go back to when your the relationship is getting more mature yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. so what is we like to end every episode with um a little game i like to call just the tip just the tip craig what is a tip you would like to leave here on this episode of relationships. I think I've just been dropping tips left the, whole right the whole time. <laughs> Look, choose one of those tips and go with it. I think the biggest one is just keeping it simple. Um, understand that there is two. Uh, there's two op. There's two sides to everything. There's a masculine energy. There's a a uh, feminine energy. We all carry both. And sometimes the masculine man needs to back down a little bit and let his lady be a confident female feminist 
and support it and then just understand that when that shift happens always try to find that polarity again so how do you feel how do you feel you do when i want to show up and i'm in my arena and i'm super masculine and going on my little rants about things that i rant about in business how do you feel do you feel like that is getting easier for you to make that shift for that polarity or do you feel like you're like have a really hard time struggling with be like you're masculine but you know that's just unattractive to me right now or do you feel like you're you know what I'm trying to say? No, like, when, you you're think in your, that it's, when you're in your business world and you're doing your – and like you talk about your brand and you're conquering the world, I am I think it's sexy. When I, when the masculine energy gets turned on me and then I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now In our personal like, life. So anytime in I our personal so, life. So anytime I show up in our personal life and I'm masculine. Yeah, like, you know, like bulldogging me or something like that. Like, whoa. I put up a wall, which I know this is an amateur thing, but I'm a, I'm, I think guys never grow up. They're just grown up or just, uh, adult boys with bigger toys. You said it. I was thinking it. We all know it. We joke <laughs> about it when we're all together, not around ladies. I just think that, <laughs> I just think that something, you know, even if it's personal and even if it's business, I think that there's a time where it needs to be 50, 50. And I know that there's women out there that don't agree. I think that they think that this is my place and this is his, but I think that, you know, those times that you're able to do that. I mean, I never, it never happens unnoticed. I notice that you do it and it's like, like there's like a little piece of me that, makes me fall in love with you even more because I know that was probably the hardest thing for you to do is to switch that masculine energy. Yeah. Because I think for, from coming from my point of view, and I know that I'm, I'm all about constant growth and constant self-improvement and there's never, you're never going to be perfect, but so you can always look for improvement. And it was, it's just like being able to, when and when a man backs down from, from my my point of view, when I'm backing down, I'm showing a vulnerable yeah. person uh, and a kind of an insecure person. So when that mask is lifted, and it's like, okay, you got it, you know, I'm gonna give this to you, or you know, it's almost like you're giving a gift of like, okay, you get to wear the pants for today. <laughs> so why wouldn't you look at it as you're more secure as a man? No, I, that's a- what I mean. Like I. That's why it's a constant thing that I'm trying to improve on because I'm still showing insecurity. I'm still feeling vulnerable. But if a true masculine man will be able to back down and give that, you know, be able to match that or or lower his masculinity to, to let you take the stage and do it without insecurity. Yeah, because I would no like to know if women look at that as – the man being insecure if it's more attractive to them you know not saying that i want to be with some little pussy pushover who just lets me walk all over him i mean one of the biggest things that i was attracted to and probably why i never thought i would ever get married or ever have a serious relationship because there was no one that i would have ever met that was compatible enough that would challenge me and make me feel like compliment all of my energies you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so no I feel the same I think that yeah you're extremely attractive and I always joke about I'm with you just because of your body but I think one of the biggest things that attracted to me was you know your mind and how you were able to challenge me and 
have that intellectual conversations and let me randle off about business and you weren't just like, okay, whatever you Greg, we're engaging. Yeah, I think and I find you very interesting when you when you're you find me interesting. Well, well, sorry, that sounds stupid, but it's like <laughs> no, I found you very interesting because I was able to talk to you and have an intellectual conversation with you and your insights to business and your different way of looking at things is is incredible and that's where like the imagination comes from and and you're able to um invent and do things in a different way that 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 turns me on and i i think that that's what the world needs more of is people that are are saying fuck the rules and fuck this box i'm living outside of it yeah and i think you do that really well thanks it's interesting (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're an interesting person. Um, I guess my tip that I would leave you guys with is kind of, um, I can't how unprepared I am. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just you happy to be here. You don't say it. I am. Because <laughs> I have all, with it. I have all of these things that go on. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's. I literally I have, show up have, for these and she asks me questions. I have the hardest time with this topic just because I feel like I'm such a student here. And even though we've been together for six years, I'm still like trying to figure out how to do this thing. And so um, my tip is going to be don't take advice from people that you don't you don't want to have what they have. Don't keep following relationships and listening to relationships and hanging out with those shitty ass relationships for the wrong reasons. Like if you go to lunch or dinner or hang out with that couple because they make you and your husband look good, it's probably aren't the people that you should be because no matter what you do, you are always who you hang out with. And so, I mean, I, you know, I've joked and caught myself through my past two years of my, um, emotional growth is I kind of started like finding like, Oh yeah, no, I like hanging out with them. Cause they make me feel like I really got my shit together. And then when you figure out the intention, I'm like, no, because then that's who I'm going to turn out with. That's the same thing I tell our kids all the time is like, you are, you're guilty by association and you are who you hang out with. And so that's something that I encourage you guys all to do this week is really try to find a couple that you enjoy. And, or even if it's, you know, a girl or, a guy that has that relationship that you want, you know, go spend time with them, go ask them for coffee, give them some advice and, you know, give them something, a tool that they could use into their relationship. And that's something that I have been really trying to find. And I don't follow women that have that treat their husbands like shit. I have a really hard time with women who um, are entitled. I've always had a really hard time with that. And I've talked about that tons of times. Those are the hardest mindsets for me to have to be around to those women who treat their husbands like crap when they don't show up and they say, you know, those things like, well, he knew that I wanted this life and if he couldn't provide it for me, he should have never married me. Um, I'm such a 50, 50 person and I'm all about going a hundred percent when Craig needs me to, and I expect him to do the same for me. And I'm just having a really hard time right now. I expect him to show up and carry his load hundred percent until I come back and meet him in the middle. So, I mean, I just think that that's so important for you guys to think about, um, where does that entitlement come in and who are you hanging out with and mirror those people? Yeah. I think another tip would be, um, the expectations. If you don't expect for your spouse to be a certain way or do something, if you lower the, just take away the expectations and just 
and you'll be surprised at how easy, how much easier that relationship can be. Oh, tip. Tony Robbins says it best when he says change or change expectation for appreciation. Yeah. Your whole life will change. Like I'm going to leave that. you with that bomb. Mic drop. Boom. Nice job. Thank you guys so much. We want to hear more about what you guys want to hear, what you enjoy. If you guys want us to email you back um, any of our tools and worksheets that Craig and I live by. Um, so you guys have those six human needs, you know, those charts and those graphs that Craig does with his clients. If you guys want us to email you any of that stuff that you guys see on our social media or the things that we post about, just email us over at thekingdomsinsider.com. You can also find me at thekingdomsbrand.com, which is also a link to take you to this podcast um, page where you guys can subscribe, log in, go and check out the cause of the kingdom's brand. It's all about the mindset. It's not about how you look, it's how you feel. And so that's why, you know, I'm seeking out really, really heavy right now. Not for those big time Gucci couture fashion bloggers. I want women that have the mindset of making a difference and have that, um, they care more about how they're feeling. And so that's kind of what my clothing brand is all about. And so, and I'm a huge, huge, huge supporter of the women's, um, dress for success foundation right now, because I have such a soft spot on my heart for people who, um, have low self-esteem because of how they've been treated. And sometimes it just takes, you know, you to wear something fancy with, you know, even if it's just like a fancy jacket and everything else underneath is Walmart. I mean, sometimes that's what it takes just to make that simple shift in your mindset. And so that's something that I'm really focusing on and spending a lot of my time and energy on because that does have such a soft spot in my heart, um, to build each other up. So that's kind of what we're doing over there. And you can find me on Instagram as my favorite app, my favorite platform. And I am the kingdom's queen. So Craig, where can they find you at? Boom. That was really good. Um, you can find me <laughs> at gunsandfitness.com. Facebook is Craig McCarroll and Instagram is coach Craig. Um, <clears throat> with guns and fitness, uh, we don't settle for mediocre and, we want to strive to be the best. If you're one of those type of people, um, give me a call. Let me show you what I've been doing. And we're all students, so let me show you what I'm working on, and maybe you can show me a thing or two. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll check back next week with one of my favorite topics, which is business and entrepreneurship. Woo, so woo. see you guys then. Have a great I'm week. Yeah. It's been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there.